Okay, straight up. I know it's hard to get me on the line. I'm busy like every other time. Since I got a house in that other town, you wonder when I'ma come around. I know you worry about me. I get attitude like don't worry about it. Don't hit you up like I don't care about you. But I hold you down and I swear I got you. I know I got problems communicating. I probably should've went to school and got that degree in communications. I should be with you on vacation. I should take you where you should be taken. Asia, Africa, Dubai. Anything you want, I do buy. I just want you to know I do try. To take care of your mama You the one, you the one, you the one You the, one. You the moon, you the stars, you the sun I'm so happy I'm your son I'm so happy I'm your son yeah. You love me since day one Since before day one So before the day's done Yes sir, gotta, yes gotta sir Welcome you know. to We Ain't Just Family Podcast Episode number three A Mother Day special Hey Sean, this back from Puerto Rico how, how was the fun in the sun? Um, It was nice It was good to get a break away And be in some different sunlight It was nice Okay, so with it being Mother's Day weekend We thought we'd do something special for for you guys um, Talk about being just a, a black woman in America 2020 was was really the, the year for black women um, You have black women flexing all over America It seemed like mm-hmm. uh, from Keisha Lance Bottoms And Atlanta, Stacey Abrams holding it down um, Delivering the state of Georgia to the Democrats to Kamala Harris, whether, you know, whether I know some people feel like she doesn't always embrace her, her blackness, but yeah. um, she is an AKA. And <laughs> then you have black women voters de- deliver um, Joe Biden to the White House. So, yeah, um, black women have been showing out this last, all through the pandemic. It's like a lot of women have opened up a lot of different businesses, found different avenues and ways to make money. And be a teacher and work and still, you know, look look nice and have a good time doing it. So that's what's up. So 2020, the year of, of, of black women, you've been a mother two times now um, <laughs> with, with a 10-year-old and uh, almost 11th month old now. Yeah, yeah a couple uh, of weeks. Knocking on that that one year mark, <laughs> what how how has motherhood been different for you? Um, well, with the first one, it was more uh, I was more kind of cautious. Like if she fell, it was like oh my god, I gotta worry about her. Let me coddle her a little bit. But it's kind of like seeing everything while I was pregnant during 2020 and how we were just being treated and which I already knew, but just seeing it just so much more now because of social media and phones, it kind of made me with heavy, which is the 11-month-old, be a little bit more like, okay, if she fall, let her pick herself up. She got to be a lot stronger. Where, I, Like, I know how I was with Nevaeh, the first one. I was very, oh, my God, don't fall. Oh, my God, be careful. But with this one, I'm more like, okay, you got to learn how to pick yourself up because it's not a nice world that you're coming into. And... It's, it's, it's hard. So, like, now I look at stuff a little bit different than, like, I'm a lot more emotional, too. Like, I cry a lot more when I see stuff. Do, do you think the first one softened you up or you just... No, you know, I don't... Womanhood didn't, didn't change you? Like, what's... So, I think Nevaeh taught me that I had to be tough. Like, I had to be a little bit stronger for her. Like, I have to, I have to be the strong one for her. Like, she could be as vulnerable and weak as she want to be because 
my mama gonna be strong. But then it kind of heavy, kind of reminded me like, well, you can still be a little soft. You don't have to be strong all the time. Like sometimes you could be a little soft and, and like show emotion. So it's kind of like if they both kind of balance me out to where I kind of like emotionally where I am now, to where I feel okay. If something making me sad, I will cry in front of you. If something like I'm happy about something, I'm happy about seeing it. It's just. I don't know. It's a big difference between the two for sure. But Nevaeh made me have no like. Okay, I got to be strong. Like, I, it's just me and her. Like it was me and her for a long time. So it was just like, okay, I got to be strong. But then like, well, heavy. Like I said, I just feel like I could be a little softer. So um, you you touched on something. So touch on what it was like to to be a, a, a single mom. Um, it's hard. <laughs> um, for a minute, like we are, I can honestly say, like now, me and her dad are in a great place. Like it's it's great. Like I have no complaints about our relationship now at all. And um and with him and his fiance, I love Hey Shay. So they're great. But in the, at first, when I first came back to Michigan, it was in 2015, and I had to stay with my mom. And me and the vet had to share a room. It was rough, and it was just like. I was kind of like 2015, 2016, I think I was very rough on myself. And I blamed myself for like a lot of stuff in the position that I was in. And then I just started looking at my mom who did it with three girls, like by herself. And I'm just like, you really being weak right now. Like you really need to kind of tighten up and, and, and get it together because you got somebody, you know, looking at you. And that's where that I have to be strong. I can't let her see me be weak. That's where it came from when I first came back here because it was rough. Like I wasn't making what I was making in the military and I wasn't in my own space. It was just stressful. Like I was, I think that was like a rough 2015 and 16 was rough. Um, so for those that don't know, you were in the, the, the Navy, Navy for, for, for a while. Five years. Talk about one being just a woman and just being a black woman in, in the military and then your your experience being being pregnant. Yeah. So it's is is different. Um it's different experiences for everybody. Boot camp, I loved. It was a breeze. I was like, oh, this is the Navy. This is about to be a breeze. You know, everybody seemed cool, everybody seemed nice. But when you go to like uh actual command, so like a ship or whatever, it's it's different. So it's hard enough being, you know, if you when you make rank, the fact that you black with rank then it's the fact that once you make rank and you're black with rank now I'm a female so I'm over men so it was comments that would be made by certain people like I said everybody experience is different but it was comments that would be made by you know your superiors and you know it's like okay it's it's because I'm a woman or it's because I'm you know they see me as a female or because I'm black so it was different there and when like the for a minute, the department I was in, they were we were all cool, which most of them still were cool after I left. But when I got pregnant, it was kind of like frowned upon. Like when women get pregnant in the military, it's depending on how far you are in your career, it's frowned upon. If it's like early in your career you get pregnant, it's frowned upon because um, they look at it like you just did it to get off of the ship because once you get pregnant, they take you off the boat. So a lot of people look at it like, oh, they just did it to, to get off this command to go on shore duty and you kind of shunned and then you kind of there just waiting for new orders to come. And you know, everybody kind of giving you the side eye because it's like, okay, she went and got pregnant to get off this ship. So she gone shore, but now you there stuck with those people for like a minute before you get orders to go. Like, especially if y'all in port, you just going to work every day. So it's, it's rough. 
But it was it was a lot of people I could say in the military that kind of made it like fun being pregnant in the military. Like they were nice command, like officers and enlisted. Just every it was a lot of nice, but it was it is some it is racism in the military. I've experienced it personally. I can't say throughout the whole military, but it well, definitely Tim, Tim Scott just said. Uh, <laughs> The, what do you say? Racism. U.S. America's isn't not, racist. Yeah. The U.S. isn't racist, but it. I don't, and I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't get that part because it's like this whole country was built on being corrupt. Like it was people here. We stole this from somebody. So how is it? And then treated them unjust and unfair. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't see how we just bypass that part of it. And then we brought stolen people. Here to work, so I just don't understand how you don't. Well, feel well, like at, the, well at the time we wasn't even people; <laughs> we, we was properties. So. Yeah, well, pro- that's what I'm saying. Property, whatever. It's just like, how don't do we just skip over that and go back to like, oh, when everybody just started kind of like, I don't know what part they're starting history at, and it's just it's just weird when he said that, and it was weird, and I didn't read all the way up on it, but I saw a headline that said like, you know, uh, the vice president had kind of kind of agreed to a certain yeah she i know you probably read she, up on it so she did was what i think is one of my criticisms with her she kind of split hairs um she said basically america's not a racist country but racism exists so heavily I, I I don't know if she would categorize America as, like, my follow-up is, if it's not racist, then what is it? I mean, yeah. And I, I'm quite sure her being Afro-Asian de- descent, um, and maybe you can speak on this, uh, do you feel like sexism plays more of a of a influence in how people treat you or or race or um yes i definitely feel like being a woman has pros and cons so it's a uh, for sure that's yeah so i i think it's harder for a man to kind of be led by a woman so for us in certain points once you get to a certain position you kind of have to you don't want to be too tough because then it's like, oh, she's a bitch. And then you don't want to be too weak because it's just like, oh, she doesn't have a backbone. So it's kind of like it, there is no way for us to be make everybody happy. So I think she was maybe standing on like, okay, I'm pretty sure she's experienced some type of racism while being in the U.S. That's just crazy. You could see that when she was just running some of the stuff that people were saying about her. Yeah, I mean, because... She couldn't debate without coming across as the um, angry, angry black, black woman. Exactly. And one of the things I loved about um, Vice President Harris early on in her um, career is, well, I won't say early on in her career, but when she became a senator is watching her drill um, Supreme Court justice nom- nominees. Um like it is like to me, like I go back, it still must watch TV because you could tell that she was this prosecutor. Like she very detailed 
But then other people will watch him and be like, no, she's she's being angry. She's and yeah. I'm like, no, like if a guy asked those same questions, I bet you like the narrative would be different. And so when she made her comments last week, I'm like, well, maybe one, I think she was trying to tone down the 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 rhetoric. Um two, I I don't know Tim Scott personally. I know some 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 black men are that are like him that are Republicans. I don't see how if you're a black woman or a black man, you can sit up there and say America is not a racist country when we the very fabric foundation of America is founded in in racist principles. Exactly. Um, in sexist principles, because if we go back to the Constitution. Really, the the and we talk about this wonderful document that the Constitution is. The founding fathers wrote it in such a way that it really only applied to white men that own land. So if you were poor, doesn't apply to you. If you are a woman, doesn't apply to you. Wow. If you somebody of color, indigenous descent, definitely don't apply to you. And if you are a, a black woman, I, I feel like. And Kiera kind of touched on this last week when she talked about um, checking privilege and intersexuality. Because uh, I, I like black women t- tend to be, in some ways, at, at the lowest levels of society when it comes to respect and, and other things. Um, do you think black men do do enough to uphold black women? You just come on with fire today. Um, yes and no, because I can't. I don't like because I don't like when I see other people do. I don't like to just group, just like oh, do black men do it enough? Because it's like there are some some black men that I feel like kind of do kind of represent. Black women just like, I, I love my black women. There's nothing more beautiful than black women. And they're so proud of us. And it's like, you see it on social media a lot. You know, that's kind of like my domain a little bit. So mm-hmm. you can see it on social media a lot where black men, they tend to praise women a lot more. Like now, like you see them kind of like saying like, my black women was doing it. Like how you came on and said, you know, black women, that was y'all year. 2020 was y'all, y'all year, even though... I think is that was just the beginning. I think that was 2020 was the kickoff. Cause now I feel like black women now I know a lot of women I hang around. The way we look at each other now is like, oh she doing that? Oh I could probably do that. And now it's more people want to take off. Like you see more female entrepreneurs now. You see more females with more of a drive now. Now you seeing women like just like take off. So it's kind of like I. I no, I don't forgot. The, I forgot the doggone question. I don't want so less. <laughs> do do black man do do, do enough. enough? Okay, so there was this guy on um, social media. His his last name was like Jackson. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, the 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 married dude. Yes, uh, that that's always telling women. Yeah, that's always telling women. Oh, you need. Yeah, to I didn't. So I must have been under a rock or something because I didn't know who this dude was. What the dude then, with the groceries in his hand? That um, <laughs> so. I was on Facebook and my friend Dustin, uh, shout out to Dustin, uh, very smart brother, uh, writer, 
um, posted something about it. I'm like, okay, if he posted it, like, let me Google, Looking let me see it. who this dude is. Um, so thoughts on, on people like him? <laughs> it was crazy because when I saw that, like, I've seen him a couple times on social media just talking about, well, women shouldn't do this and women shouldn't accept that. And it's just now it's getting a bit aggressive where it's so many men telling women how to be women. I feel like y'all got it. Y'all, sometimes I do feel like, oh, y'all don't need us. Y'all know how to be the perfect woman. So y'all can be the perfect woman. Because it is like more so now you see more men commenting on how to be a woman. And I, I think that, I think we went, so, and I think in some cases, some men feel like I'm saying it because I'm trying to promote or protect black women. But in the same token, like, you're not a you're not a black woman. Stay in your lane. You cannot tell me how to be a, a, a woman, a, a black a black woman or a woman. You can't tell me how like what I should accept and what's that's your single opinion. And then it came out that he cheated on his wife. But you tell it like it was a whole thing. He came on. He had her next to her. I watched that one, and she just was sitting there. Had her had, had her on with the the bonnet and what the, <laughs> and then said it was a hat. Now nah, come on, that was a bonnet. But it's just like okay, like. I feel like sometimes black men, like even with like the rap thing, when and City Girls and Cardi came out, love them to death. But it was so many men that came out like, oh, they don't all they want to rap about is dancing, tricking, and their vaginas. And so, because I saw a post recently, like within the past two weeks, and I want to, it had to be Facebook, and the, and the person basically said it was a Pinterest, like. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, maybe a couple other people. And they were like, where's the female version of these people at? And that would be nice to see. Not trying to be funny, but you had, like, uh, Lauren Hill. She was like a lyricist. I would kind of Yeah, Lauren, Lauren Hill, to me, I mean, she in my top five. Um, but that, she's amazing. She amazing. But she didn't, look how y'all, like, they didn't promote, like, Back then, yes, but they didn't, she didn't take off, like, let, let's just be honest, how, like, she is amazing. She's big. She's a superstar. I get it. But as far as, like, Cardi, City Girls, all the girls that came out talking about the stuff they said we shouldn't talk about, they took off. When we were talking about um, being strong women, y'all didn't, nobody, y'all didn't really, like, I don't know. This is and, my and, personal and opinion. I I'm guess, not, I, I mean, you had, you had some people like Queen Latifah, MC Light. Um, huge. But if they came out right now in this era, do you honestly think, like, I don't know. I would I, love to I, see a female I, J. Cole. I, think I would love it. I think that on both sides of the coin, though, whether they female or male, in, in the hip-hop industry, like, I think I think J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, to a certain point, Nas, Common, Tali Kweli, they don't get the respect necessarily that they reserve. Like, I remember I years ago watching... Jay Z when he when he was retiring and did the the whole fade the black DVD and I forgot who what artist and I know if my, my my boy Kurt he probably gonna text me when he <laughs> hear this and, and let me know which artist it was but on the fade the black he literally sat there with this artist and said I want to rap about this but it don't sell so the music the music exactly got me rapping about this so I think that goes back to ownership yeah and um entrepreneurship and uh, like I think it's huge I can't think of a first name uh Montgomery 
that that play for the Atlantic Dream in the WNBA. Like she's she's part owner now, and so what's as far as like being a black woman? What's what's the 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 next steps? Like ten years from now, where would you like to see you and your your crew? On a beach in bikinis, tied with a nice cold drink to where I can fly my mama and my auntie to the same place. It's like, like it's just where my okay. So it's like I'm, my mind moves faster than my mouth. If that if that makes sense, like that's I jump around a lot mentally, and it's like I have to really zone in on stuff because it's like. I have so many ideas that run through my head like daily. So it's it's for me in 10 years, it was just be able to breathe. I'll be at, I'm 34. I'll be 44 years old. At 44, I want to just breathe. Right now I feel like I can't breathe. I'm in a I'm, a, I'm in a marathon and I, I can't stop running. So I, right now I can't breathe. I can breathe, but I can't like I have to keep moving. It's I, I can't stop right now. And it's just in 10 years, I want to be in a position to where I'm comfortable where my money make my money. Like I don't, I don't want to just like, and that's like a lot of stuff I didn't learn about like growing up. I didn't learn until I was grown, like in my twenties. Credit, I didn't know how important credit was at all. Like 18, they gave me that credit card. And I said free money. So it's like I didn't know. So now that I'm getting older, I'm paying for what I did as a kid, as like you know, a younger adult. But it's like okay, but I'm learning along the way, so I'm okay with paying for my mistakes. It's it's a lesson in this. I'm learning now. So, I guess two two thoughts come out, and I'll, I'll touch on both. Um, and, and your mom, <laughs> my mother-in-law, she's upstairs right now <laughs> with the the kids. So babysitting duty. Just um, and then I can give my my thoughts on my mom. But since it is Mother's Day weekend, mm-hmm. what lessons like if you if you could write something to your your mom and be like thank you for teaching me these lessons oh, so here come that emotional stuff i was talking about <laughs> <laughs> here come that want to cry stuff that i wanted to talk about um if i had to write my mom a letter it would start by i see me and my mom have a very awkward sense of humor i have a very weird sense of, and i know it's inappropriate I know certain stuff, and I think that's just the medical field, period, because my mom was in the medical field, too. You got to have an awkward sense of humor to work around people all day. But if I, like, I would probably start off with a joke, but I would thank her. And I would tell her, like, even now, I still learn from my mom. Like, like I still call my mom, like, I got to call my mama. Like, if somebody do something wrong to me at work, I'm calling my mama. I don't know what I think my mama about to do, but... I'm calling my mama, so that taught me to like make sure that my child knows that like I will always be there, right or wrong. I can. I remember I went to jail for a ticket every t- more than once. If I don't went to jail for so many tickets, you know, y'all don't got the late night phone calls. So it's like I know, good or bad, every time I walked out, my mama was right there. Every time I made, I had to like call. It was only a couple hours. I ain't do no hard time. I ain't do a hard five to see and nothing, but. You know, she answered every time I called, no matter how many times I called, she answered. And it's just like, from my mom, I learned you have to be strong. Like, you have to, it's no, nobody gonna come save you. And, sorry, it's the emotional thing I'm talking about. 
sorry. I hate talking about my mama because she really get on my nerves. But <laughs> she just like, that's like the strongest person I know. So it's like everything I do, it's like I look for her okay in it. And it's just because it's like, that's my role model. Like she might not be, like in her mind, everybody mind, they're not where they want to be. But it's like, I can't see her being no better than what she is. Like you, she amazing. So sorry. This that second baby that I was telling you about. It's the second baby. I swear in the bed would never have me like this. <laughs> so it's like, with my mom, I learned, okay, let me get it out. We only got an hour. With my mom, I learned, I have to be, you got to be strong. Like nobody's going to come save you. You have to make that way for yourself. You can't feel bad for yourself. You can't sit around and say, well, why me? Um, well, how come this didn't happen to nobody else? Or why is this happening to me? And everybody looking so much better. And she just make me feel like, okay, it's not. Like, why not you? Like, she make me look at myself at times where I don't see me being no type of wrong. And I might spaz when she tells me, like, Sean, you were wrong. This is what this is. And I might be like, you know what? You never pick my side. And I'm just straight with her. And then as I sit there and I just think about, it, like, dang, she was right. So then we would just call and act like, you know, hey. But it's like, with her, to see you, to see a woman do that with three kids, it's like, that's, and by yourself, like, literally by yourself. Like, she had my grandparents here. She had my aunts here. But you every day, you can't turn it off. Like, you can't turn off being a mama. It is no breaks from being a mama. Like I said, I'm 20-something years old, still calling my mama, like, can you come get me from jail? I got pulled over. I had a ticket. I had a warrant. Like, it's, it's it, you never stop being a mom. Like, that's a, a, a title, a job. You, can, you can't put in a two weeks resignation for it. You can't say, I don't want to do it no more. You can't quit. You can never quit because it's like they're always going to want you to, to, to be that person. So it's like I can't, I don't wait. For, like, and I got that bad from mama where I'm going to ask you, like, oh, can you help me come move a couch? I, call, I could call anybody and say, you help me come move a couch? They say, yeah, they say about two hours. After them two hours, I'm going to move that couch by myself. I'm not waiting on nobody. And that's my biggest thing that I take away from my mom is don't wait on anybody because what you want is always going to be more important to you than the person that's doing it for you, always. So I know I kind of skipped over what that letter would say, but I got emotional, so I had to move away from it real quick. But No, we, we, we appreciate that. I know because anytime you bring up somebody's mama, like, they – Ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> bad, and then, then they mama. Yeah. Uh, and like for me, like I know, my mom was meant to be my mom. Mm. Like, and life lessons, because like I've shared this with my students at some point during school years. Like I was born with cerebral palsy, so eighteen months. Like my parents had to like. It's that 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 life changing, like, yeah. um, and I remember like talking to my mom years ago about it. And she was like, some doctors wanted her to wait till I was five years old. And she was like, no, I was looking at the way you was walking and your arm, and she was like, I knew it was something up. So like that tenacity not to just accept an answer when you when you right. know something is wrong. And so for me, and it's funny because. I feel like I'm like a perfect combination of my parents' like personalities, but 
I know I'm very calculated and like how I answer stuff, how I say things, and I know I get that from my mom. Wow. Um, and I like just one of the biggest lessons I will always get from my mom is um, no matter your age, pursuing your dreams. Yeah. And I've just I was ten at the time, so my mom was like thirty six. And she always wanted to model, and guess what she did? She started modeling. Like, she went to New York, and so. Oh, I didn't know that. So, and then, like, seeing, like, my mom in ABC warehouse commercials or getting yeah. the, um, what was that store, Crowley's and stuff, and seeing, like, my mom in the picture, it was like, no matter how old I am, like, I can I can do this. Right. Um, And I think it helped shape, what like, I feel like girls look to their dads a lot of times when they're looking for a husband, and a guy look towards like their mama, what they would want a wife to be. Yeah. And uh, I guess the best way to describe my mom, and I've told her this before, is uh, Claire Hustable, the, the Felicia <laughs> Richard. That like that that fits my mom to to a T. So in this, in this, like I'm thankful as as hell that like I have both my parents in my life, and um, when we get to Father's Day, like I, I really uh, want to sit down with my dad. But like my mom has always been like the common influence of, of the family. Like my mom, the person like if it's like if people are upset. It's just something about my my mom's demeanor. We're like, okay, and like when you said with your mom, like I know I can call my mom, and I might not always like what she gonna say, but she gonna tell me the truth. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I gotta be like, okay, she was right. Um, you might not realize it right away, but eventually. <laughs> and like even career wise, like. You're a nurse, like your mom was, you know, in the medical field. I became a teacher, and my mom was a teacher for 34 years. I remember you told me that. So just the the impact that, you know, your parents have just in in what what you become and do in life. And like you said, you didn't know about credit. Like, I never had to, like, Figured out as a kid, because I remember as a kid going into the bedroom and watching my mom balance a checkbook and pay bills. Like, I didn't realize it now, but that was like a big life license <laughs> that just has stayed with me from just being able to just sit there and like watch, like ask questions. Like, why are you crossing that out? Like, what, what you doing? Right. Like, See, and that type of stuff I, I learned, like I said, later on in life. As a, as a kid, it was so it's weird. Because as a kid, it was more so like, um, I don't want to say survival because it wasn't like survival, but it was more, as a kid, what I learned from my mom is like, you 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 make sure you straight, like always make sure you straight. Like it wasn't the finance, the finances part of it. Like that, that part I had to learn later on. And it's probably because, and I, I never fought her for it. I always thought like, okay, well maybe she busy. Like it, she, she got three kids to take care of. She don't really have she, time. She, to, she juggling all these. Yeah, like things. I didn't. I'm like, I just thought she was a superwoman. Like I know the bills is getting paid, you know. So I'm just like, okay, well, she must be doing something. I didn't know about like credit cards and 
cars and car loans and regular loans and checks and balances. I didn't know about all of that, but it was, um, but she taught me like, like I can walk in a room and, and make me at least three people easy. That was her thing. Like you need to learn how to like adapt, be strong. You, you, any situation you walk in, ain't nobody in that situation better than you. Like, like I know for me, military, I was going in, I didn't feel uncomfortable going in the military because it's like, okay, I can mingle with anybody and be okay. Like, it was a lot of people that came from that was, you know, black who couldn't, they felt you could tell they was kind of uncomfortable talking to uh, people of a different race. And it was like, with her, I never felt that. Like, she made sure we experienced stuff, like went out, did stuff, been around different type of people to where it was never... So that was more like a, 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 my younger years, it's taught more like survival. I learned about finances after that. <laughs> then I started figuring it out. Okay, so now you're, you're yourself is a mom. What do you, so 10, ten years from now. Uh, Nevaeh be 20. Nevaeh be 20. Have them be 10. Mm. What, what? Well, let's not even say ten years. Let's say thirty years from now. What What do you hope your 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 girls get from you? So this is not this is not that big, but it's important to me because uh, it's it's something I kind of wish I would have learned early on. Was just uh like it's not super important, but it's important because I feel like in the in the black community we don't promote it enough. Family, like you. Like we raise our little girls to to be strong. You don't need nobody. You can do for yourself. Make sure, like I said, make sure you straight. Make sure you know what I'm saying you got your stuff together. Don't depend on nobody. I would like to teach my daughters that it's okay. You can you can be vulnerable to somebody like you. We don't we don't really like preach families in the black community. And I don't know, I don't understand like where it kind of dropped off at because our grandparents and some of our parents like yours, we're, we're married for years, but we don't promote like, okay, family. I want my kids to know like it's okay that you do need a man. No, you might not need him financially, but um, emotionally, mentally, there is a need for a man in the household. Like, and I feel like in the black community, we don't say that enough. No, you might not need a man to take care of you. No, you don't need a man to pay your bills. Anything he do is extra. That's great. But mentally, you need you need that male companionship. You need physically you need that male companionship. Like you just there is a need for a black man or a man period. I don't I don't care which way you want to go. You love who you love, so I don't even just say just a black man, but a, a man or a woman. Like a black woman, white woman, I don't care whatever, but there is a need for companionship in the home and kids need to see that you know what, my parents not perfect. My parents, they don't argue in front of me like that, but I know they have rough times, but they fight for it. In a black community, I know I've done it a lot and I didn't learn this until this relationship. You have to fight. Cause it's gonna be the moments where you feel like, I don't care, I don't need him anyway. I don't need, like we as women, I've seen friends do it. I, I've done it, like I don't, I don't care, I don't need it. I'm not gonna fight for that. But we have to learn like, you have to fight for that. Cause other cultures, they're teaching their family is everything. Uh, having a, a unity in that home is everything. So in 10 years, 30 years, I want my daughters to know you do need that unity. Like it, everything starts with your family. Family is a strong structure. And I want them to know like they have family and that, you know, build off that family foundation. Because with family, you could do anything. I feel like I could do, I got so many people I can call that's blood related because 
it's, it's in their family. My closest friends is my family. So I want them to know family is everything. Because for some reason right now, I feel like in a black community, we, we losing that thought that family is everything. Your family is the most important. And it might not be just the family you was brought up with in the same household. Me and you family, you know what I'm saying? And you you married to my sister. You and Lauren, y'all are family. That family comes before, should, before me, Don, or mama, anything, because that's y'all family now. Y'all chose to be that family, you know? Mm-hmm. Me, Lauren, and Don, we didn't choose to be family. We love it, but we didn't choose, we didn't get to pick each other. Y'all didn't got get to, to pick choose to be sisters. Yeah, we didn't get to choose it. I was just stuck with them. <laughs> I was like, damn, how I return them. But y'all, you know, we need to start promoting that your household and your family is important and that that's just as important as your 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 family relationship with your sister or your brother it, it, with your husband and your spouse and your significant other your wife whatever that's just as important as your relationship with your sisters and your mama because that is the family that's the family you chose so i would want them to know that i'm gonna love you always but if you your household come before me i want them to know that i support and, them and that kind of uh if, if it touched on a couple of things mm, um sorry <laughs> One, I'm I'm thinking of the the, the Jay Z and Beyonce song off the Carters, and Jay Z got the line, uh, "If me and the wifey beefing, beefing, I'm not leaving. Uh, I don't care if the house on fire." I'm yeah, I, I remember that. Uh, I remember that line. And I think that's like, yeah, my parents have been married going on forty three years now, and. I, I might have been a teenager. I might have been in my twenties. And this is one of, one of the things like I'm very thankful for my mom about. It. Like we've had some very open and you know conversations of about how to stay married or just in life in general. Like I remember she talking to me about living beneath my my means, and at the time I didn't really know what that means. And and now. I like that. <laughs> And now I'm like, okay, as an adult, I'm like, okay, I get, you know, where she was coming from. But when it came to to marriage, like, I saw my parents, you know, have disagreements and argue. And I remember m- my mom telling me at one point, because my, my grandparents, her, her parents were divorced. And then, you know, my, my dad comes from a single mother, uh, dad wasn't in his life like his dad died uh last year from COVID or, or what have you but I can count on one hand how many times I've seen like my my grandfather on, on his um side so them and so my mom I say all that to say is like my mom told me like when they got married they were like hey I I'm from a divorced home. I'm from this single mom home. Like, we going to make this work no yeah. matter what. Like, See, and I think, like, the situation now, well, I keep calling it a situation. The uh, relationship I'm in now, it's like... Um, that, that's situation. That situation, <laughs> we're in an entanglement. There's one, there's one dude I be messing around with. He, um, So he came from uh, uh, a family where it's like a mom and a dad. Like, he had his mom and dad growing up, and they were married. And he told me, like, you know, well, they had problems, they had issues, whatever. But one thing they never did was give up on each other. Like, they always fought for each other. And I was like, well, 
you know, oh, I'm going to show me, like, I, you know, be strong. I can handle it by myself, and I'm so grateful for that. But it's, she, she, you know, it was, it was, it was still a single parent home. So I didn't know how to do it correctly, like be in a relationship correctly. So with this situation, I'm, this relationship, it's in, this one dude I'll be messing around with. Now we getting back to where it's like, okay, because we just had something happen with us to where it's like, okay, this it. We, this is groundbreaking. We done. Like I'm over it. And it's just like, I had to sit there and really think like, this is who I'm supposed to be with. Like, why, why, why do I have to give up? But with friendships, I try to make my friendships work. And my friends do something like crazy, which I haven't nobody did nothing as crazy as he, he did. But still, it's just like, you know, I want to, I do want to fight for this. Like, why why do I have to give up? Why do I have to worry about, like, why well, I feel stupid? Or I'm going to look stupid that I'm taking, you know, we going back and we trying to get after all of this. But why should I care? Like, at the end of the day, that's my family. Mm-hmm. I, that, that, you got to gotta do what's the best for you. Exactly. And that family makes, that's that's the family that makes me happy. That's, that's where my happiness is. That's my happy place. So it's like, Okay, I'm gonna fight for this. And it's like when I started seeing that, my mind on so many levels, not just relationship wise, but just I started kinda I felt like I vibrated on a different level once I sat down and actually I thought to myself, like, I'm gonna fight. Like I'm I'm I really said to myself, like, I'm about to fight for this. Like this this about to be what it is. So for me, once I did that, I kinda like I said, I, I felt like I was vibrating on a different level. So now I look at my uh, the one dude I be hitting, I look at him different now. So now it's like, okay, we about to really do this. is real. Like, it's about to really happen. And I feel like we don't preach that enough. Like, it's okay. Okay, you got my it's, – it's, it's like everything not going to be perfect, but fight. Like, don't, don't, don't worry about what the world going to think about what you got going on. Fight for your relationship. And I don't think we preach that enough. Yeah, so how – do you think um, social media plays plays yes. a part, part in that? Yes, yes, it's all different all, for for different different reasons. It it plays a part for it. For like, I don't know. Well, you a guy, you see how females are, and like how you know it's different. Every it's always gonna be somebody better or not better, but more fun or just it's always gonna be that. And I do feel like. People look at social media and then they think like, oh, okay, well, like how they be like, oh, when your man come home, run a bath. When your man come home, rub his feet. That's good. I want to do that sometime. But girl, I just worked the whole shift. I <laughs> did a double and game you, on you, kids. You gotta do. What's you still the best, gotta do it. Best for your relationship too. Right. Like you can't. Oh, they, you know, on social media they said, you know, so such doing this like. It it you may not compare. work for your yeah, yeah and you, you can never compare and you don't know what's going on honestly behind mm-hmm. closed doors because people Every, don't, people don't put their worst moments on on social media. I don't want to see you crying about uh your your dude didn't come on for the last three nights. I want to see y'all happy on the trip. So they're not gonna post a picture of them crying because the dude they was on the trip with came back and she ain't seen him since. It's been a week. She's not posting that or he not posting that. So on social media, it looks like everybody happy all the time, but it's so much struggle behind every picture. Like it, you never know. And and I and it's making me think of this um, ludicrous song. Shout out to uh, Chris Chris Bridges, uh, <laughs> um, where he is, uh, where he talks about you know people always want the grass greener, and the grass ain't always greener on the other side. You gotta water that shit too. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Chad Johnson got a um a, a, a quote. You know, Chad also single. You know, yeah. Evelyn ex husband. Uh, yeah. 
the where you say where you say the grass ain't always you got to worry on your own grass make your own grass and green yeah. um That's a fact so and and I, and I and I think social media has changed in a lot of ways what it means to be a black man black woman cuz in some ways you especially with the younger generation like they see this on social media and they think about this what it means to be a, a, a woman or this is yeah. what uh, friendship is. Not and, and since this is Mother's Day, I, I am gonna go back to this life lesson that my mom taught me early on, and hell, it got me in trouble with a with a few of um, uh, of my friends because like friends would be, like I would say something and they didn't, didn't like it, and I would be like cool like my mom said everybody not meant to be your friend right and uh you know some people are in your life for seasons so and i used to tell people that like my mama told me everybody not supposed to be my friend so you know me we ain't gotta you know do this but it also made me value the 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 people i i think are are genuine friends like mm-hmm. uh, like i just reconnected uh really talked to one of my boys for the first time and really since me and Lauren got married like we really chopped it up and like I like I miss his his friendship right um because I I I do you know value his friendship and and stuff so um shout out to my boy Kurt uh I I know you're gonna be listening (laughs) but but having and I and I think as as a parent, uh, in being married now, watching, cause me like, I've known Lauren since we were teenagers, uh, and Jason. I shoot, I I I knew you coming yeah, to the to the, the pet store. store. I just told I just told Don that the other day, like, Rodney's right there. He said, "Move my hamsters." <laughs> yeah. So, but seeing her evolving from. Our, our friendship as teenagers to now, uh, my wife and if you would have told me like when we were like fifteen, like we would have been married, I would because would have been yeah. I I wouldn't have believed you because I was scared as hell to talk to Lauren. <laughs> Actually, I'm probably the reason why she met her first boyfriend. Oh wow! Because I I was so we were so uh, to get in the story of how I met Lauren. Uh, Lauren' grandmother uh, went to. Um, the church I went to at Jesu and it was Easter and everybody that know Grandma Jenny, which is Lauren Grandma, knows she, she if she got to set up the flower for Christmas and Easter. So she had she is the best decorator in the world. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> so, and that's why like if we ever have a party, like it's always like Lauren get her decoration side from Grandma Jenny for sure. But she had Lauren there setting up flowers and so. Me and my boy Omar was there for rehearsal, and you know, like we both see Lauren. I'm like, oh yeah, she pretty, like she oh, she cute. Okay. And like Omar, like, uh, you think she cute? I'm like, yeah, she cute. So he said something. <laughs> <laughs> Omar swooped down on you. Yeah, he's <laughs> taller. Yeah, that's so, crazy. But that's but just seeing her evolve from where we were as, as teenagers to like motherhood um and now having um this nine month old and this 10 year old and just 
it's a it's a beautiful thing and even remembering like i was talking to my friend darnell that worked at the pet store and i was like you know me and shonda like you she used to come to pet store like like you remember her with the hands so and like i'm i'm hoping like ali and london and avaya and heaven and um they have friends like that that's been been around for yeah and um, cause when my boy Therese died, like it, like cause he, like I found out he died. I called my mom and like she texted me like I'm on the phone with AFT. I'm like I just texted her Therese died. Like she was in the meeting. Like she just called me like Are you okay? And I'm like Therese. Like my mom has had two friends like since she was in high school, actually middle school. Uh, Sheila and then her friend Harry and I'm like Therese was supposed to be my Harry like, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think I got my Harry Ashley is my Harry oh yeah we've been friends since we was 10 years old that's my where I can go I could probably go six months and I say a word to Ashley and then shout out to Ashley so <laughs> I can go six months without talking to her saying nothing at all not a text nothing the day me and Ashley see each other, you're going to think we were just together last night or every day before that. So it, friendships matter, too. Like, she is the opposite type of Pisces. I'm the emotional, love everybody. I wouldn't even know Ashley was the Pisces. Ash, yes, <laughs> Ashley's a Pisces. She March 9th, I March 3rd. And Ashley is the complete opposite Pisces. Ashley is that other kind of Pisces. I'm the nice one. Ashley is... She's 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 hey hi and and go about her business. That's Ashley. Me, I want to stay. I want to talk. I want to mingle. She wanted hey, where's the uh, food bar at? That's Ashley. So, it's the friendships definitely make a difference. I do think going back and doubling back on two things when you were talking about the social media and when you were talking about uh, black men like Taryn, uh, like do we do I think they uplift us enough? Sometimes. I, back to the social media, I think guys kind of promote a certain type of female on social media where you got to be thick as hell. You got to be, you know, itty bitty tiny waist and you got to be like big old boobs. Like, I, that didn't Sex sales. Yeah, sex sales. It, 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 for me, like, I did surgery before, so I don't, I didn't, but it wasn't, it was never because, and I think like when guys say like on social media, this is very offensive when they be like, Oh well, I, nobody want to. Um, nobody want no girl with a fake body. I, and I think like you, that's mostly. Well, you some of them got a fake mindset. So which one do you want? Because you can get like a very smart, you know, female, and then because it, and the guys do that, or they'll say like, um, I feel like sometimes they'll say like, make jokes about like how like certain certain females like I cut all my hair off. But I just so happen to have curly hair. But if I would have cut my hair off and I had people in it and saying stuff and nice and being all sweet in a DM, but I'm a I'm not ignorant to the fact that if I was a darker complexion female with the thicker hair, they wouldn't, y'all wouldn't be so, oh, you look bad with that so, cold. So I, com complexionism. Um, colorism mm -hmm. is a thing. Yeah, I yeah, do. So, I know it's a thing. Uh, who had that song? Kendrick Lamar, where he talked about complexion don't don't mean a thing. Uh, and he talked about all of it, the, the issues. And um, I've been guilty of it as, as a guy before. And then, like, I was, I was actually thinking about that earlier about, about this podcast, like, 
yeah, I, I was guilty of she got to be liar to me or whatever. And see, it, it was, it's not nothing wrong that which, you evolved from that. So yeah, before. which was like I look at it messed up. Like I, that, that was messed up. Like, and you know, I'm a, a darker shade, and I love my my complexion because like I because my mom is dark. A darker skin, right? And I'm like the perfect blend of my father complexion and my mom complexion. But and um, but part of that I think comes from that not, and it's it's worse now to me because like when we were growing up, like you had the TV, the internet was just becoming like popping. That dollar, you went with uh, yeah. the dollar to get AOL and. Yes. Better not, nobody better call this phone because yeah. I'm gonna get kicked off. But now, like, you looking at like what's being promoted? Usually, like Viola Davis might love her to death. She don't get to sign it. No. Holly Berry gets Mm-mm. her. No, because she's not. She doesn't. In some people' mind, Cicely she, Tyson, another one that wasn't. Cicely Tyson got more embraced the older she got, but. Sidney Tyson was a beautiful, dark-skinned yes. black woman. I hate that we have to say that. Like, um, hate when guys be like, "Oh, she pretty for a dark-skinned girl. Why can't she why just be, be pretty? pretty? <laughs> why is she not just? Why is that girl just not pretty? Like, it's is and it's weird because like I have friends of all different shades, and like all my friends are like gorgeous. I have a a dark-skinned friend. Hey, Kalisa. Gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous to me, like pretty, just gorgeous, and not for a dark skinned girl, for a woman, period. Gorgeous. I have light skinned friend, hey Melissa, where gorgeous, she light skinned, but gorgeous, not for a light skinned girl, or because not because she's light skinned. It's just different features that some people have. It just it don't matter. I guess for me, what hue color hue is on, it's just beautiful, and that's a good thing about being. Black. I love being black. Like I don't have a problem with you know interracial relationships or you know any other race. But okay. I love being you, you, black. You don't have a you're not uh, Doctor uh, Umar Johnson. No, or... I'm not Doctor Umar Johnson. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Or um, what was the one on uh, Dave Chappelle? Uh, Moon uh, was it uh, Mooney? Paul Mooney? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Him. No, I don't have a problem with any other race. I just love what I am, and it's so many different. Shades. You might catch me in the wintertime. I'm see-through. But in the, in the summertime, now I'm just a pretty brown color. It's just, we change we change colors, like, and it's crazy because we've had to change colors in the real world, kind of figuratively, kind of. like. And, and I think it's, it, it goes back to... That 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 house the 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 light skinned slave being in the house and then you, mm-hmm. you, the dark skinned yeah. slave being being in the field and um, the whole like sororities and fraternities at, at one point you had to be a, you couldn't be um, darker in a paper bag um, yeah it, it was it's it's I don't know it's just crazy I just wish there are some. Black men now, because I and I'm not saying all of them, but I think some now kind of uplift black women because it's the trend right now. That's trending. Yeah, right I, now. I, and I want to get it to the point where it's not trendy and it's, it's not everyday life. If, yeah, and we not uplifting certain ones. Yeah, um, like Vice President Harris, she woman of color, 
I, I, and you know, some people have have attacked her, but I've I've wondered what would have happened if uh, Joe Biden would have picked Val Demings, a, a darker skinned uh, black woman, as his running mate. Yeah. Um, would have? I think it's like I don't. Like I think she, I think Vice President Harris is very, from what, like I said, I'm not into politics. So when you talk politics, that's your domain. I, go for your goal. But it's just, I, I think, I think it was a, I think he knew what he was doing. I think she's very qualified for the job she was doing for sure. But I think he also knew what he was doing. Like you said, 2020 was the year of the black woman. We, 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 we was, we banged out that year. And not also. Like Stacey Abrams did an amazing job carrying out um, the black vote in Georgia, but I I wonder because I I know at one point she was in the, in a list of candidates that he was picking from. If what would have been a reaction had he picked some someone like her? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. And, and maybe it's just me thinking too deeply in it, trying to maybe I'm saying. The, the president was shallow, but I wonder if colorism played a, a, a role in, in his, his selection. I definitely, I like that. Whatever his reason, I like that he did it. I like that at least we can say, you know, and, and I don't sound bad to people who really be into politics, but like, I, I it feels, I'm glad we can at least say we have a, a you know, a, a black female vice president. But I don't think he would have picked a darker woman. I don't think he would have picked a darker woman or a woman that, to America's eye, was not the mo- like most eye catching. Like Vice President Harris is a is a beautiful woman, so it's like she she you can see her, you can watch her on TV. You know what I'm you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's okay, America. Even though they didn't all, they, everybody not accepting of her, obviously. But it's I don't think he would have picked a woman that, in America's eye, was unattractive. Yeah, and if that makes sense, yeah. I don't know no other way to word it. Like, be to be politically. Yeah, because here checks basically all, all the all the boxes. Um, former attorney, former attorney general. Um, I know lots of people in the black community have issues uh, with her um, path when it comes to being um, the attorney general in the state of California. Um, and then the AG in um, San Francisco, uh, which um, on, on the next podcast, I, I kind of do w- want to get into um, the, those issues. Uh, I'll be on Google tonight. I, okay. I, <laughs> but I wonder if she was a guy, black or white, and had the same qualifications, would people have the the same issues, the same concerns that they that they voiced about Kamala Harris? I don't think so. It's been proven. I don't like look at all this stuff that came up with uh, Donald Trump, and it was kind of we just like not we, but America kind of like just let's just sweep that under the rug. But it's like a lot of stuff they kind of drew to the front. Media the de- media decides what gets the most attention. And so for like certain stuff, I feel like they zoned in on certain stuff with people. Like they made this whole big thing about Obama showing his birth certificate 
whole time it took forever for us to see his tax forms. That's like so it's They're just still, like actually we still haven't technically seen them. I yeah, mean, well, yeah. Parts of them have le- leaked to the New York Times, but um, I'm in. Hopefully in, in July I get confirmation. I'm hoping to have somebody from from Fox News, a, a Black Republican, on here because um, I, I do, and I actually want to get somebody from QAnon on here too, uh, the the extreme right right wing. Because um, I I just and uh, I know we about to wrap up, but because black women. De- delivered the the goods for Joe Biden, and so I, I wonder, moving um, forward, because um, there there's an undercurrent of people that say black people shouldn't vote, we shouldn't vote Democratic, we shouldn't vote Republican, and I I just want to know what's their solution because if voting didn't matter, um, there wouldn't be this this big movement and. 42 out of the 50 states to restrict voting access. Yeah. Okay, so note to self, get on Google, um, okay. do some research, write a paper. <laughs> okay, I got uh, it. So I'll be ready. On, on, on the next episode, I do want us to look at uh, the, I'm going to call it the the myth of the the All I Matter um, crew. Uh, when they talk about black on black crime and, and, and black people killing black people Ooh. and um is it a myth? Do all lives matter? Do should we stop saying black lives matter? Um, I just want to say is one thing, all lives can matter if black lives don't matter. And I'm still trying so, to figure yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what blue lives are because nobody's born blue. But it, I, I see the signs if you drive down West Chicago. Um, right now, um, going towards Livonia, there's like oh, four, well, or five, 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 four or five scientists say blue lives matter. So they had. Um, well, I don't want to. I know we pushing it, so I, because I, I, I could go for days on that situation. So I tune in next time. Like <laughs> yeah, so very. And I think this is gonna kick off a a series. I, I want to look at that. I want to look at life after prison. Oh, I got somebody for that. Um, the, <laughs> it's not the, easy. I can see it from the family side of it. Yeah, so looking at that, and then um, I think that's going to lead us into our, our black fatherhood discussion for um, Father's Day. To all the moms out there, um, to to our moms, happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Um, to my... Uh, uh, Adopted mom, because you asked me, could you borrow me? Uh, my friend Therese, mom, <laughs> um, Ava, Paler, Elliot, um, happy Mother's Day. I know this is your first Mother's Day without your baby boy. Um, I love you, and um, there, there, there's a gift on on the way for you. So, um, with that, we're gonna wrap up. Stay, Tune in, subscribe. Um, we got social media coming soon. We got going to add a, a live version to this um, soon. And, and we, got, we got some pictures that's going to be dropping on social media very soon, too. Um, <laughs> but but make sure you hit that subscribe button, and we'll see y'all in, in, in about subscribe, two weeks. Subscribe, subscribe.
Remember one thing that one man can change the world. 